I'm curious, do you have a really great BS detector? You're, maybe you're often skeptical of others. Are you really street smart? Would you say you're pretty self-assured? You often find yourself being the leader in the group. Maybe you even struggle to ask for help. Do you love a good challenge? Do you fight really hard for the causes you believe in? Do you have a great sense of humor? I bet you're a blast. You might have thought that these were all parts of your personality, but they might actually be coping mechanisms you've picked up over the course of your life, and they're having a huge impact on how you show up, especially on this motherhood journey. Are you curious to know more? You got to take my personality patterns quiz. Here's what's going on. When you were a child, whenever an experience overwhelmed your nervous system, you subconsciously built a defense against that overwhelm. Over time, those defenses became a habit and then they became a pattern. And now as an adult, what we think of as our personality is often this defense pattern running the show. It's so interesting, right? There are five different personality patterns and they're not personality types like the Enneagram or the Myers-Briggs but rather they describe the safety strategies that we immediately go to when we start to feel overwhelmed. They don't describe who we are so much as what's blocking who we are. The good news is that once you take my quiz and learn about your pattern, you can learn skills to break out of that pattern, and then you can live and parent your kids as your true and authentic self. Click on the quiz link in the show notes or go to michellegrosser.com forward slash quiz Now to take my two-minute personality pattern quiz. It is hard to give with a clenched fist, right? It's hard to give when our fists are clenched. The truth is that there's plenty out there for everyone. The truth is that our lives are plentiful, right? We know the source. We know we'll be provided for. And the beautiful thing about giving out of that position or out of that mindset of abundance is that giving from that position That flows out of a deep inner sense of your children's personal worth and their security. Welcome back to the Motherhood Podcast, a live workshop-style podcast that is helping thousands of moms redefine their motherhood journey. There was a point in my life when I was trying to do all the things, parent my kids, pour into my marriage, run a busy law practice, keep up my home. And what I found was that I was on the fast track to burnout until I discovered a better way. Now I help women just like you to close the gap between their vision of motherhood and what they're actually experiencing in their day-to-day lives. Together, we'll explore when and where to simplify, systemize, and surrender. I promise you, you're already doing so much better than you think. I'm your coach, Michelle Grosser, and this is Motherhood. My friends, welcome back. It's another episode of Motherhood Monday. And today we're talking all about generosity. I am so here for it. So let's get started. Um, Today I've put together three things for us to consider when we talk about generosity with our families. And then we'll jump into a little challenge that I created for you for the week ahead. So when we talk about generosity, One of the first things that I think is important for us to uh, focus on and just encourage our kids in is that we want them to give freely, right? Like I want to teach my kids to give with a good attitude. I want them to be cheerful givers. 
And I'll be real with you guys. Like sometimes I'm riding the struggle bus on this one and maybe some of you can relate, but like I'll ask my kids to do a chore around the house or to help me with something. I don't know. Let's say it's feeding the dogs, right? And immediately what do they do? They start complaining. They start dragging their feet, right? They have this look on their face like I'm forcing them into a torture chamber or to do something super disgusting. Like that is not helpful. That is not a fun experience for me. And sometimes as parents, I think this is where the temptation can come in to just do things ourselves, right? Like our kids start complaining. They start whining. It's like nails on a chalkboard. And I'm tempted to be like, forget it. I'll just do it myself, Anyone else feel that way sometimes? But my point here and how it ties to generosity and giving freely is that how we do something, right? How we do things is often more important than what it is that we're doing, right? Giving that's done begrudgingly or giving that's a chore or giving while we complain the whole time. Like, that's not how I want to teach my kids to give, Because frankly, giving isn't about them, right? Giving is about the recipient. And the whole exchange is just so much better and so much sweeter for the recipient if my kids give with a good attitude. And I've started trying to explain this to them, like even at a young age, the way I, as the parent, the way I frame generosity, the way I frame giving, I think it holds so much power. And I'm not really a believer in forcing my kids to share Um, But I do believe that we can have discussions about their attitude and the attitude in which they do things, right? So even with small kids, like we can tell them and we can point out to them, you know, I know your sister wanted to play with that toy and I saw that you decided to share it with her, but when you, you know, threw it across the room so she'd have to go pick it up, like how do you think that made her feel? Or, Or noticing the opposite, right? Like, wow, I noticed that you offered whatever, half your cookie to your sister with such a good attitude. I think your sister really appreciated that. So just those little comments, those little notes, right? My first encouragement to you is just make your kids aware of not just what they're giving, right? But how they're giving and how that generosity is affecting others. It's fun to watch people's reactions to your generosity. And you can explore that with your kids, right? Do you notice how special it is? When you're generous, right? How does it make you feel? How does it make others feel? And we can point out to them, like, what a privilege it is to be in this position to be generous in the first place. All right. The second thing I thought we could talk about and discuss is teaching our kids to be generous, giving good things. If I want my giving to make an impact, right? We have to give things a value. And that doesn't mean we have to give expensive things. It doesn't mean we have to, you know, go above and beyond with these grand gestures. But if your kids are anything like mine, like right now, if I told my kids, go to your room and I want you to choose two things that you're going to give away, you know, two things you're going to donate to some other children who maybe don't have as much as you do, right? Their instinct is probably to come back to me with, I don't know, a dirty sock from the abyss that is that space under their bed and a Barbie with a shaved head or something, right? And that's a good start, but I don't want them to give just to give, right? I want their giving to have an impact. Like I want what they give to actually help someone, to actually be useful by someone. And maybe requiring that they give good things 
Maybe that stings a little bit for them, right? They're probably going to give us a little pushback. That's okay. It's part of the learning. It's part of the teaching. It's part of the growing. That's a sacrifice. And sometimes the most powerful generosity is the generosity that's sacrificial. It's that generosity that gives just a little bit more than we're entirely comfortable with. And we can start to instill that in our kids at a pretty young age. And we can also remind them, especially as kids, right, that their generosity can extend so far beyond just giving stuff. Like they can get so creative in the ways that they're generous. You know, of course people need money and they need food and they need blankets and toys and and books or whatever it is. But man, our kids can also give of their time, right? Our kids can give of their skills or their talents. They can even just give of that full presence, right? That full engagement with the people that they're with. And I think that when our kids are able to see this, right? When they're able to grasp this, they'll discover how quickly they can find those moments to be generous every day. And then the last thing, the third thing that I want to bring up with you guys, and I think this one, it really is one of those game-changing life skill mindset shift kind of things. And it's that I want my kids to give from an abundance mindset. I mean, think about this. It is hard to give with a clenched fist, right? It's hard to give when our fists are clenched. The truth is that there's plenty out there for everyone. The truth is that our lives are plentiful, right? We know the source. We know we'll be provided for. And the beautiful thing about giving out of that position or out of that mindset of abundance is that giving from that position, that flows out of a deep inner sense of your children's personal worth and their security. Let me say that again. So teaching your kids to give from that position of abundance, that's going to flow from your children's deep inner sense of personal worth and their deep inner sense of security, right? An abundance mindset, that's the paradigm that there's plenty out there. There's enough despair for everybody. So when you're not living with that clenched fist, right? But when you're living with an open palm, then you're living a life where you can share. You can share things. You can share recognition. You can share decision-making and encouragement. And one of the coolest things about learning to operate from that abundance mindset is that it just opens possibilities, right? It makes life so much bigger. It opens options and alternatives and creativity because we're not living in fear of lacking. Because that's really the opposite, right? The opposite of an abundance mentality is a scarcity mindset, right? And that's been shown to leave us feeling stuck and financially struggling and overwhelmed and down and worthless or jealous of others' success and achievements. So we can start teaching our kids to live from an abundance mentality, right? We can watch how we talk about resources when they're around, right? How do we talk about money? How do we talk about food or toys? And in learning this and kind of rewiring it for myself, I've really caught myself. You know, we'd go to Target for one specific thing, right? have to walk around the toy section. Of course my kids are asking for toys. And it was so easy for me to just respond and be like, we don't have money for that, right? It's not in the budget. (laughs) It's too much money. But I've noticed that that's teaching from a scarcity mindset, right? That's what I'm reinforcing. I don't have enough to get that for you. 
And it's not about being irresponsible, right? But I don't want to teach my kids that we don't have enough. I don't want to teach them that we operate from a scarcity mindset. And I realized that, you know, maybe I'm just exhausted or maybe that's an easy response. But what I'm actually trying to teach, it isn't about scarcity. What I'm actually trying to teach when I used to say that was I was actually trying to teach another lesson. And maybe that other lesson was that my kids need to be better stewards of what they have before they're going to ask for more. Or maybe what I really wanted to teach is a lesson on discipline, right? And that we don't buy everything that we see. But that's actually a very different response. That's actually a very different lesson than simply falling back on reinforcing a scarcity mindset by telling them we don't have enough. We don't have enough, right? We don't have enough. And as they get more comfortable being generous and giving, they're going to see that in their giving, they're still secure, right? In their celebration of others, they're still celebrated. In their recognizing others, in their lifting others up, they're still so worthy, right? We can teach them that filling up someone else's cup doesn't mean they have to empty their own. Such a beautiful way to live life, right? So with all of this, it really got me thinking this week, like what's a practical way that we can put this into practice in our homes this week, right? What is a way we can encourage our kids in generosity this week? And I had this idea of creating a generosity challenge. So I've just made a list of ways our families could practice generosity this week. It's super simple, friends. You know, something like giving a compliment, picking up a piece of litter. You don't have to go out and buy stuff or do any big prep for this. You can just head over to michellegrosser.com slash generosity. I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you. You can download the family generosity challenge list I've created for you. It's just a simple one-page PDF sheet, right? And on it, there's 20 ideas to practice generosity this week. You know, I would encourage you to print it out, stick it to your fridge, or tape it to your kitchen cabinet. Um, I've even sometimes put it in a, like an 8 by 10 picture frame just on my counter. And then I use a dry erase marker to check off the check boxes next to each little challenge item. But I would just encourage you, you know, challenge yourself, challenge your families this week. Maybe every morning you go over it with your kids and everyone chooses one way they're going to be generous that day, right? You can make it fun. And this is really just about encouraging them. So if your kids want to do the same one over and over and over all week, like that's a win. Super cool. Awesome. The point is you just want to spend time focusing this week and teaching that generosity. And I would encourage you, you know, don't let it end there. You can take it a step further and discuss it with them. Maybe on the drive home from school or during dinner. Maybe when you're tucking them into bed, right? Like, what'd you do today? Oh, yeah. You know, how did your generosity impact someone else? How did it make both of you feel? Just let that discussion flow. And I'm really believing it's going to be a special week. So go ahead. Click that link in the show notes. Check it out. Print it out put it somewhere you can see it all week, and go out there and be generous. And as always, I want to hear how it went. So just leave me a note. Leave me a note in the reviews here on the podcast. Send me a DM on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. And maybe even share how it went over with your kids in our Facebook group, The Motherhood Village. I cannot wait to hear your stories this week. I'm believing it's going to be so special. Alrighty. 
It is Motherhood Monday. So before we leave today and we jump into this week ahead, I would love to encourage you in your giving and just pray over your family's generosity this week. Lord, you're the giver of all good things. Any way we can be generous is simply a response to all the things you've already given to us. We thank you for your generosity toward us, for answering our prayers or not answering our prayers and making us glad with the joy of your presence. You've given us so much more than we could ever imagine or deserve, God. So we thank you for being the perfect example of a generous giver. Help us to remember, Lord, that nothing we have is really ours. It's all a gift from you. Help us to be more aware and considerate of the needs of others. Lord, I pray that you would forgive us for the ways we've been selfish or greedy with the resources you've given to us. We want to be generous with these blessings so we can be a blessing to others. Please teach us how we can encourage our children to be concerned with the needs of others instead of hoarding things you give them. When they're tempted to be selfish, remind them, God, that your truth, nobody should seek his own good but the good of others. My prayer is that generosity will be the signature of our families so others might see you in us. May we find joy in refreshing others by being generous. You modeled true selflessness for us when you died on the cross, so may our generous kindness to others be a testimony that you're living in us. We love you. We thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you love Mommy's Polygraph, leave a review. If you enjoyed this episode, it would be so awesome if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate the podcast. And if you have just a few more seconds to leave a quick review, they really help to get this podcast out to other moms like you. I read every last review, and trust me, when it's late at night or early in the morning before my kids get up and I'm working on bringing you all of this content, your reviews are what keep me going. Leaving a review is truly the best way you can thank me. And of course, DM me on Instagram at themotherhood.podcast. I love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Motherhood Podcast. Head over to the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at michellegrosser.com where you'll find free resources, information on how to join and participate in the Motherhood Village, and more ways to connect with me. If you love the show, share it with a friend. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll see you next time.